It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Today is the day, that's right, the NFL Draft, the 2023 NFL Draft is upon us later tonight. Of course, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern is when the coverage starts. The draft starts an hour later at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. All these mock drafts, all the guesses, all of our bloviating on the draft, it's going to be over tonight, folks. That's right, the real thing happens. What will the Raiders do We will find out about that as I welcome you back to another edition of Silver and Black today. Of course, the draft day edition. And just a reminder, Raider fans, tonight, Odyssey is doing something very special for this year's NFL draft. Brian Baldinger, Baldy, who was on the show last week, along with CBS uh, sports writer Jason Lockenfora, hosting the 2023 Odyssey NFL Draft Show. Join them on that first night. That's tonight as they talk about local experts from Odyssey podcasts across the nation all of us on the odyssey network that cover the individual nfl teams will be joining them and i will be joining as well as soon as that raider pick happens whether it's at seven or wherever they go i'll be joining them for instant reaction uh leading up to the draft check out baldy's podcast as well if you will the huddle for his expert prospect breakdowns if you want to do that between now and tonight the draft show show starts excuse me at Again, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Listen on the free Odyssey app, and you can also watch on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. But we're here to talk about Raiders football, and to do that, of course, it's always me and myself and the man, the myth. Not the myth. I shouldn't call you. Well, Midtown Mo, not really a myth anymore. It's it's a, it's a real thing. But it's joining me on. is my, yes, my broadcast partner here on this Thursday morning. That, of course, is... Mo Moten, he's the national NFL writer. Boy, see what happens when you record in the morning. You don't speak as well. National NFL writer at Bleacher Report. You can catch his work up there. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Mo Moten, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. And also tonight, you can catch him with the Bleacher Report crew live covering the draft. I believe starts at 8 Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Tell folks about that, Mo. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to actually be me. I'm going to be headlining... The draft show through the Raiders pick at seven. Now, if the Raiders, obviously, they trade up, then my show will be a little shorter. Uh, <laughs> they trade back, my show will be a little longer. So it depends on what the Raiders do. They're in control there. But I'll be with fans up until the Raiders make their pick, assuming that they do make a pick at Bleach Report on the app. You can also pull it up on a tablet. I'll tweet out the link five minutes before the show kicks off. There you go. So another reason to follow him at Momoton, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N, and uh, check out Mo's show. Yes, we we are not going to be on together tonight, but we will be on separate channels 
and you can catch what we have to say there. You can follow me at uh, LV Gully. You can also uh, follow the show SNB Today. Okay, Mo, so finally all this junk, all this, all the guessing is over with. By the way, on today's show, we're going to go through a little bit of that up front. Mo and I are going to give you, we're, I mean, Mo's had to do some of it for his writing duties as far as mock drafts. We are not a mock draft show. We just don't do it. Nothing wrong with people doing it. I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm just saying we don't dig it. We don't really want to do it. You guys are getting it other places. Not a big deal. But what we will do in segment two today to get you primed for tonight's draft is we're going to give you our first two picks. So the first night, the num- the dr- first round draft pick, of course, which we're talking about, but then also the second round draft pick, we'll get into that. So Mostradamus climbs out of the tree that he lives in because Mostradamus <laughs> is a very natural guy. He puts on his fez or whatever it is, and he comes out and he gives us his prediction. So we'll get Mostradamus's prediction. I will give you mine as well. We'll discuss those. And then in the third segment, it's a Thursday, so we got to do mailbag. Even though it's draft day, we do have draft-related questions. So we're going to get to that in the third uh, segment here as well. Okay, Mo, here we go. We're getting it on tonight, finally. Enough of all of this speculation. But what I want to start with here, and happy Ra- Raider draft day to Raider Nation, although Raider Nation looks at draft day as sort of like a, a nervous affair. We'll get into that in a minute. But the guessing is over. It's time for the real things. Here's the deal, Mo. The Raiders have a big shopping list. They need lots of pieces. If they're going to put together a team that's going to be competitive in the AFC West, They've got to build that roster. They've got to build it with young guys. They have to hit in the draft. When you look at that shopping list, we've talked about the needs on defense. Everybody knows that's a priority. But how much of the rebuild, how much of the roster are they going to be able to fill realistically with this draft, knowing where the depth is at cornerback in this draft, not in some other positions? What are they going to have to do? Tell me, give me a number, give me a guess on what this team has to do in this draft to be deem it a success. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think they have to come away with at least three starters. Hmm. That's the minimum. Now, remember, the Raiders have four picks in the top 100, and they have pick 109. So let's say two of those picks become immediate starters, and you hit on one late draft pick. I think that's a fair expectation for a decent or average draft class. Three starters. Now, if you want to go... Above average, if they want to, if you're looking at a, a class that hits the ball out of the park, then I think you come away with you know, four, maybe five starters. I would say mm-hmm. four starters and two rotational players. So maybe you hit on four of your first five picks and there are players right there, contributors right away. And then on day three, you have a guy who's not exactly a starter, but he plays a big role on the defensive lines, a rotational guy. Maybe you have a linebacker who's a rotational guy. Maybe you have a safety who's a rotational guy on the back end. But I think. Average draft, three starters, great draft, four starters, maybe five, and rotational. Oh, four stars and a rotational, two, one or two rotational guys coming in. I think that's fair. I think three is definitely the number, right? Especially when you're talking about where their picks are. You mentioned the numbers. And and to me, that's what you have to 
get, excuse me, you have to get two defensive starters, and then the third could be defense, the third could be offense, offensive line, wherever. We'll see what they do. <clears throat> but what's interesting to me here, too, is you also look in the draft possibly for developmental players, and you talked about more of a role player, but there are some kids as you get into the fourth, fifth, maybe even sixth round that you look at and say, hey, this person has potential. We might take them. They're not going to be deemed a success in season one, maybe not even season two, or at least by season two, you start to see some changes at, at the positions they have open. When you look at the defense and everything, um, do you look at developmental? I think on defense, they got, they have to get guys who play now on the offense, i.e. at quarterback, maybe even at running back later in the draft. I think they have to get some guys that look good. That might be developmental players that can turn into solid role players or maybe even eventual starters. Shout out to my colleague at Bleacher Report, Brent Sobleski, a.k.a. Sobo. He had a very good theory. He said round one guys should be able to play within one year. Round mm -hmm. two guys should be able to play within two years. Round three guys should be able to play within three years. And then if you hit on a round four, round five, round six, round seven guy, that's considered a, a big plus. But you're not expecting those guys really to be starters. You're hoping they become role players or stars, but you're not counting on it. So shout out to him for that theory. To answer your question, I, I I I agree with it, but I will say at the guard position, I think they need to get a starter. And I said this mm. previously that I'm not just handing out starting positions. And a lot of Raider fans want to talk up um, Natane Muthi, who they signed. Um, he was on the roster last year, but you know he's not a he's not a lock to start. Alex Barr is not a lock to start. Dylan Parham obviously is going to start. He was their first pick last year. Assuming they don't trade Andre James, he's going to start at center. Uh, he started there, you know, last year with the new regime. So unless they in, unless they make a move somewhere, I think you still need one starter on, on the interior of that offensive line. It has to be a guard. I would say rounds three or four, you can get a guard who has starting potential. So, as, but as you said, defense, got to get guys who can play right away. Offense, for the most part, role players. I will say tight end, too. Maybe you get a guy who can overtake Austin Hooper because Austin Hooper is a little older. I know he had two Pro Bowl seasons with the Falcons, but, yep. you know, it was a few years ago. You can get a guy, as you know, Josh McDaniels likes to have his tight end. So that guy that you get at a tight end, Tucker Craft at a South Dakota State, you know, two tight end sets, he can play a lot of snaps alongside Austin Hooper. Yeah, and, and we're going to get into it. a couple great questions around running back and a couple great questions around salary cap in the mailbag segment. So wait for that at the end of the show. So I'll save it uh, there. But you're right about the guard position. I think you can do that. I think you can find that. And that's the one thing, too. I'm cautioning Raider fans tonight as they get set for the draft parties they're going to or what they're doing to watch the draft. And that is um, you're, you cannot expect the Raiders. So the Raiders might have a very good draft and they don't pick up a linebacker or they didn't get a safety in the draft for whatever reason, a guy that you know is going to come in and start or be a, a, an active role player to start with. You're, you, I mean, you, you might not get everything you need in one draft. you got to try to do it. There are so many needs, Mo. I think that people have to be careful that they're not disappointed uh, with what the, the draft class yields. They have to be careful, but, Scott, I want to say to you, if the Raiders don't get a <laughs> linebacker in this draft, I'm going to blow it at they better get a linebacker because yeah. they didn't do much with the linebacker position in free agency. Robert Spillane yep. is not going to cut it. They better they better get two. I think they should get two linebackers. I think they should double dip. I, I yeah. had a – I don't want to spoil it, so I'll keep my opinion about the linebacker position for our next segment. But yeah. I think they should double dip at the linebacker position, and they better get a linebacker within, the to me, the first 
three rounds because this is not a strong linebacker class. So if you're gonna no. get one, if you're gonna get if you're gonna get one, get one of the best guys because you have a big need in the middle of that defense. Cornerback is another position I think they will address. I will be shocked if they don't come out of this draft with, with a with one of the top cornerbacks. Yeah, I agree with that. And I also think that you look at cornerback is so deep that they're going to be able in the fourth or fifth round get some some players that could make the team. Will they start right away? One or two of them actually could, I believe, in the NFL, depending on what they do there and depending on what happens in camp. But you're right about the middle of the defense. You talked about offensive guard and need there. But interior, that defensive line, linebacker position, safety. I don't think they're going to be able to address safety in the draft because it's just not a very good safety draft. So we'll have to see. But that's my point is they may draft players in those positions, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be the long-term answer. So they're going to have to put something together to figure that out. Uh, so it'll be interesting. But it's draft day, though, Mo. So we're excited. We're getting ready for it. And we are up against our first break already. Wow. See what happens. We're just getting you primed for tonight. That's all we're doing on your commute this morning. Even our YouTube video is up early so you can watch it with your breakfast which better not include any cheesecake. <laughs> oh, gosh. It, you know, you should be eating cheesecake, and let alone eating it at breakfast <laughs> as your first meal of the day. Good. If, you, hey, if you're doing that, you you need Jesus or whatever your higher power is. <laughs> you need something. So, That's right. You need somebody or something. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, when Mo and I come back, we're going to get into our, our predictions, guesses, darts at the board, whatever you want to call it. For tonight's first round pick for the Raiders, are they going to keep seven? Or they, we'll find out. We'll go with what we have. We'll tell you. Mostradamus makes his appearance, and I will give you mine as well. We'll even go into the second round with pick number 38 and give you our best estimate or who we believe the Raiders should pick. It is draft day. This is a special edition of Silver and Black today with a little draft preview. He is Momot, and I'm Scott Branson. We will be back with you right after these words. Don't go anywhere, Raider Nation. 